1: riotcast.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast.
0: Strictly anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers.
1: you want to follow the strictly anonymous podcast on twitter follow the show at strict anonymous me at cartoon therapy if you want to follow me on instagram i started instagram for the podcast and i'm going to really do that one up i will definitely start engaging hardcore on there uh you can like my strictly anonymous podcast page on no not like it you can follow me it's uh strictly anonymous underscore podcast and that's on instagram Um, if you want to be on the show, this is a call and advice show where I talk to total strangers about all kinds of things. I say it's a call and advice show because I started the show because I really like to actually help people and dissect problems and motivate people to like sort of figure things out. So if you have a problem and you fall into that category, you want to be on the show, send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. But it turned my show turned more so into a place where people call up because they can remain anonymous to talk about Secret things, secret lives that they live, uh, naughty lives that they live that maybe they don't really talk about to other people. Um, so if you call, fall into that category as well, you could email me at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com, and click on Be on the Show. Today I have on a guy named Chris. When he wrote in he wanted to be on the show uh, with his wife they have a, he lives a very op- he has a very open relationship with his wife they're total swingers he's very into the whole cuckold fantasy he's bisexual uh, they he loves seeing her with other guys she's had gangbangs boyfriends hookups all that kind of stuff and he just enjoys it uh, and they're very comfortable with that kind of lifestyle they're very and they're successful at that lifestyle. They wanted to come on together. I was like, let's do your guys' episode separate. I wanted to do the wife on a different day because she has a very interesting backstory as well. And I wanted to get into his backstory about being bisexual because that's not something that came, that he came out with to his wife until recently, right? And he's an older guy, so he had a whole backstory on that. Uh, part of his life, so I decided to tape them separately. You're going to hear from him. You'll hear all about like how he's by what he's into, how he figured out he was into it, and how he got into this open relationship with his wife and what they do together. And then next week, you're going to hear all of that stuff, uh, everything about their relationship as well from her perspective. And then you're going to hear her background. She's super open-minded and very into sex, and you know we'll get into that with her. Uh, but today, you're going to hear from Chris. I'll be right back on with Chris.
0: Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about? To anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. anonymous.
1: Uh, Hey, Chris, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today?
2: I'm doing well. How are you?
1: I'm doing good, Chris. So you wrote in and said that you and your wife were um, interested in being on the show, right? Possibly together right? You Correct. guys do a lot of interesting things. You're bi, right? Uh, yes. You guys are swingers together, right? You also, she also had like a really interesting backstory as well. Like your whole thing was like the by thing that I want to get into, you know, and that's just about you. And she has another yep. whole interesting b- backstory that I don't want to bring on this show because I decided that I would interview guy- you both separately, right? So, We will hear her as well. I'll probably air yours one week and then hers the next week because you both, like I said, have interesting backstories, but together you're both together and a couple who have been, uh, very open in your relationship. Right. Um, You're swingers you have an open relationship. I don't know how long that's been gone on but you're successful at it And I think that that's always an interesting story to hear right because I think a lot of people Especially people that have married a long time right and the stale the sex has gotten Kind of stale right and some people think to do these kind of things or they want to or they try and it doesn't really go That well, right? So I think it's always interesting to hear from people who have done it successfully How long have you guys been married? What are we calling uh, her again? We're calling her Wendy, right? Wendy, yes. Yeah. So how long have you and Wendy been married?
2: Uh, about 13 years.
1: Okay. And like, w- were you, because you're both intensely sexual people, right? Um, but oh, were yeah. you both, so were you guys like from the get-go very honest about who you were with each other and were like really kinky from the beginning or did this come about over time?
0: um
2: we were both kind of that way before we met but we kind of you know we knew that about each other but we kind of decided at the beginning we weren't going to do any of that stuff um we actually met on a swinger site we were both divorced and actually met on there oh you're Uh, kidding but i think it's kind of like we both kind of knew up front that even though we say we're not going to do any of that stuff anymore that's just kind of who we are so
1: But let me ask you this, we kind of got into it. Were you on the swinger site looking for love or were you on the swinger site looking to hook up? And when you guys met each other, was it sort of like, were you DMing each other about like just having sex and then it just turned into like a relationship or were you both looking for something more?
2: No, we more or less met to uh, just kind of hook up. But right. Uh Honestly, I was, I mean, not to get off track, but honestly, I was, I fell in love with her the minute she said her name.
1: Really? Oh, Oh,
2: yeah.
1: In person? Like when you saw her when she was right in front of you?
2: Yeah, literally the first time we met, she got out and said, hi, I'm Wendy. And I just, I knew right then and there that was
1: it. (laughs) Well, I don't know if I've said this before my podcast, but I just told a friend this the other day. And I think this is very true. I think that women have lots of intuition. I don't think men have anything Intuition except when it comes to the woman they're going to marry I think that they're the pickers and they know they have that intuition you see tons of girls going after a guy and they think that that's a guy they're going to marry and they're so whipped to him and it never fucking winds up because girls aren't the pickers it's the guys I can't tell you how many stories I've heard from men my guy friends and I've heard it like on TV when people are being interviewed where the guy says the minute he met the woman that he wound up marrying he knew instantly um, and so I believe that's right. And I've heard it so many times before.
2: Yep, Well, it definitely was with her. It was even right? Back right. To your other your other uh-huh. thing you said, even like, you know, people get stale and all that. Yeah. Um, honestly, we don't do any of this because of that. I mean, mm-hmm. like, for instance, last night we had sex. You know, a lot of times we talk about things we do. or going to do whatever during sex, you know, heats it up, whatever. But like last night and it's, you know, it's very frequent. It was just her and me very intimate. I mean, we have amazing sex, even after 13 years. Um, best sex I've ever had with anybody. And, uh, and it's just, it's not something we do because it's stale. It's just, I get we like it. doing it.
1: Right. Well, you guys, like I said, you both came into, you. listen, you guys are couples. You guys are like, sort of like professionals, right? You were both on the Swinger website. So obviously this was something that you guys were doing previously right right before you met i think there's a lot of people out there that didn't start off that way so it's for those people to hear your story right it's going to be a little bit different but you could give some insight because this is something that you guys have been doing for a long time um but how long into your marriage was it before you started opening up your marriage to other people
2: Mm, probably about four years maybe four or five years
1: and how did that come about if you had decided in the beginning like let's keep this just between me and you right what happened four years later that you decided to change things up
2: um we'd started talking about doing things and uh, we never really did but um i had talked to a few guys because started out it wasn't any girls for me that's the thing with me with girls is actually fairly new
1: uh-huh.
2: um but it started out with just talking about you know i think be hot to do this i knew you know like you said, we've done this before, so it's not like somebody that's never done this, because I know a lot of guys have trouble bringing that up to are wives or vice versa. Yeah. But uh, we started talking about it, and uh, finally when I actually met this guy, and uh, we were talking and everything, and we ended up having over one night. It's actually kind of a hot story. But
1: Yeah, tell I'll the tell story. i not tell you. Yeah, tell um, the story.
2: It was a local guy. He's actually a, a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And uh, I talked to him and everything. The way I set it up, I'll make a quick story, but the way I set it up, I had uh, blindfolded her in our bed it was at night in our bedroom, and everything blindfolded her and everything. And he came in, you know, we'd messed around to everything. He ended up fucking her and everything else, actually a couple of times, I think. And uh, I did once with him, you know, we both joined in once and once he did by himself and he left. Well, I never did take the blindfold off. So she had no idea who this was.
1: Oh, wow. And did you, did she know that that's the way it was all going to go down? She had never seen a picture of him or anything? You set it all she up? She never laid eyes on him. Oh, she must part have been of the into story it. Yeah. Is
2: she never saw him. And the best part of the story is, like, I don't know, maybe a year later. Yeah. Um, remind you, I said he was a lawyer. We were up at court, and uh, we got off the elevator, and guess who's standing right there? <laughs> oh my God! And him and, him and I, he and I made eye contact, and we were, you know, kind of smirked. She had no clue. And oh. we walk out of the court. And I said, "Guess who that was?" She goes, "I don't know who." And I said, "Remember those times? She goes, "Oh my God, are you serious?" Was Was him?
1: wow that's so, so it it's like cool. that's the guy you <laughs> fucked and she had no idea but she, she knew. No idea. so but did you guys both come up with that scenario like because that's a good idea like I think that that's kind of hot I could see that being hot for you for the guy for and mostly for her right did she come up oh, with yeah. that or did you come up with that idea
2: no I'm usually the one that has my brains like all over the place, actually, when it comes to that stuff, I'm usually the one that comes up with uh, all the goofy things we do.
1: Right. So she knew and she was down. Now, you were by going in. Did you did she know that shade off the bat?
2: No, she did not. In fact, she didn't know that until probably maybe eight months ago.
1: Oh, inter- and how long no, you go together? 13 years and you were so open with everything except that.
2: Yeah, that gets kind of a hard thing because she had made comments early on. You know, uh-huh. she thought bisexual guys were gross and this and that and everything else. and uh-huh. So I was like, okay, well, I'm never going to tell her that one.
1: Yeah, well, for we sure. Just, as,
2: you know, as we grew as a couple and, you know, in a lot of ways, I just, we were in the shower one night and I'd made little comments about it, you know, over the years, just kind of testing the water, so to speak. But um, one night we were in the shower kind of messing around and I said something about it. And she's like, are you serious? I was like, yeah. And I told her some stories when I was younger, and it's like, oh. So then we started uh, – she never went with me. I ended up – she. I met some guys. She let me start going by myself and just messing around with guys and things. And then uh, I took her with me once with a guy, and it kind of worked out, kind of didn't he? I think he was nervous, but uh, – and we've met this recent couple, and they're both by, so it's kind of – that's still kind of evolving. But she uh, – surprisingly, she's, like, really, really, really into it, so –
1: yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Did it turn out to be that she actually likes to see with the other guy? In the answer, oh, is yes. she loves
2: it. She yeah, she loves it.
1: <laughs> wow, isn't that interesting? Because she started off being the kind of woman, like you said, that said like, oh, that's gross, and she probably didn't realize that about herself.
2: Right. Well, even when we met, because we had talked, because she's been with some black guys too. You know, uh-huh. there's kind of a taboo thing there. You know, and we've had she's had plenty of black guys since we've been together with some friends. Because and, you uh, like
1: to see her with black eyes. I know that. You yeah, told well, me that in the I mean, yeah. that's, just,
2: that's just kind of a hot thing. You know how it is. But when we got together, she no, I've never is. slept with a black guy and this and that. You know, yeah. She didn't know how I'd react to that.
1: But she but had. Uh,
2: yeah, and she knows I like that too. So,
1: But why do you say, because you just said, oh, you know that every guy loves to see that. I wouldn't know, like every bi guy or just every guy. Why is it that guys want to see guys, that? Because I wouldn't know that. Guys
2: like, guys, I've found, you know, Guys just lie. I mean, guys, you know, most yeah, guys. Sure. Say, oh, I'm not bi. That's gross. I can tell you. I know so many guys out there that are bi. you know get on these forums. I and I know.
1: That's insane. Married.
2: How many guys out there are bisexual?
1: I know. Listen um, to things my things show. Black guys.
2: I mean, it, it, they just. Guys lie. They
1: just do. No, I know. I, I mean, listen to my show. There are so many guys calling up. They're married and they're like, oh, my wife went on a business trip. And the, the minute she left, this guy, you know, came over and blew me like it's happening so much. Right. And a lot right. of people aren't saying anything because I don't think it's caught up. It's not like it is for women. You know, the women buy thing is very acceptable that happened many many years ago um but it's not that way for guys i think there's still like a sort of a taboo thing attached to it and people don't want oh, to. Absolutely. It, especially older generation right i think it's different for the younger guys right if you were 22 maybe it would be different but i'm assuming right. you're more closer to my age right and uh, yeah when we grew up it was not acceptable even for women it wasn't that changed in our lifetime but um For men, it's still that whole thing. I thought you said every guy likes to see black guys. That's what I thought you meant.
2: Oh, no, I meant most white guys that are married, whatever, whether they admit it or not, the thought of a black guy having sex with their wife. That's what I thought you said.
1: Really? How come? Because they want to see big dick? Like, or because it's the black and the white and it's the taboo.
2: It's just, I think it's just a taboo thing still. You know, even today's age, I think it's a taboo thing. Um, Right. I'm not saying all guys because I've seen black guys and some of them are obviously a lot bigger than some white guys, but I've seen white guys that are huge too. So it's just, I don't know. To me too, that's one reason I I like her with black better too. I just think that uh, black guys just kind of seem to take their time a little more and pay a little more attention to a woman than most white guys I've seen do.
1: Well, let me tell you, if I go by the stats of my podcast and the people emailing me about different episodes, I had one where this girl Christine gangbanged like five black eyes. I put the black the word black in the title and somebody left a rude review about that. But it was very specific, like that's what she wanted, you know what I mean? It was specific right. to the story. And I have to tell you that that was and I've reaired that episode because that episode is like one of the most downloaded episodes of mine and people to this day still email me to try to get her back on so it's that black and white thing and she was married and her husband let her do it so it is that scenario that you're saying that these people like but so you said let's go into the whole you being bisexual though because you said you were bisexual ever since you were like 13 is that when you had your first sort of encounter with a guy
2: uh yeah and by the way wendy's had the gangbang with five guys too and and all that I like I like taking videos and pictures, things like that. But yeah, she's been tied up and gang banged by five guys, and it's fun.
1: I know we're going to get to all that. I just wanted okay. to go to the buy the buy stuff with you too, as well, since we we're just talking about it. Like, cause you right. you said you've been buy ever since you're 13. So I'm assuming that's like when you had your first buy experience.
2: Yeah, and it uh, I don't know what I can say on the air here and not say, but it really wasn't by choice. You catch my drift?
1: Oh, you? Oh no, I've had people talk about that. You were like molested by somebody like somebody
2: yeah i was actually in myrtle beach with my family and Uh was in an arcade i was in in bathroom and ended up in a stall with a guy that was basically i'm not going to the very specifics of it but it wasn't by choice put it that way
1: but no but how okay what grade is 13 what grade is that were you like sixth grade seventh grade
2: Sixth sixth, seventh grade somewhere in there yeah
1: and you just went into the bathroom to go pee and like some guy got you went and pulled you into a stall
2: well i went in the stall because i was you know i that age, oh. kids doing i went in there to take a pee i didn't go in you know yeah i yeah. was going to take a pee and i looked down and he was actually underneath the, his you know you can see under the stalls yeah and he was actually like jacking off into my stall And it kind of, like, freaked me out. Uh-huh. But next thing I know, he's in there, and there's some other stuff that went on which I won't get into, but...
1: Right, right, right. One thing
2: happened, and, yeah.
1: <laughs> Did you go tell anybody?
2: No. And this was something Wendy doesn't even know. I didn't even go tell anybody, because at that age, you're like, just whatever, whatever, whatever. But
1: But it's also, um, like, that's like a... That's like... I think it's very hard at that age. I mean, it's super hard at any age, but different ages, I think, bring different kinds of baggage, you know? You're, like, old enough to sort of know that it's not right, right? Like you're not like three, right? And you just have no fucking clue, right? So it's it's even more of a mind fuck because you're like, you really know the deal and you're really being like raped by somebody like in a public place. And you got to go home and go out with your friends and all this, you know, and act like and your life has just completely changed because that's like pretty major. I mean, that's not a common oh, thing yeah. that ha- I mean, I think it happens more than we think, unfortunately, but it's not like oh, something yeah. that is a regular everyday experience. Right. So you go to this arcade now Did before that. Let me ask you this. Did you know that you were interested in guys? Because I, I don't think that had anything to do with you being bi right that was just sort no of-
2: and that's that's what i was going to tell you that i didn't really i never really told her it's and i don't mean to sound perverse when i say this because yeah. the how do i put this the event itself was yeah. like scary shit and you know freaked out and everything else uh-huh but the actual act of it you liked i found my i found myself you know i'm not saying right then but over time as I like, like i was very curious about it it was kind of a turn on and does that make sense? Yeah, totally. So the rape itself was. I mean, that was, like, freaked out, but at the same time, it's like, I kind of like that. And like I said, I don't know if I knew I was by before that. I think I might have. Yeah, I, I was going
1: to, that's what I wanted to know. But, like, if before that, you know, because you're, like, what, 13? Like, I don't know. Everyone gets to jerking off and figuring out what they like at different ages, uh, well, right? Like, I've had guys in here that'll be like, oh, I didn't even jerk off till I was 17. I'm like, are you kidding? Like, how did you I not? actually...
2: I had actually had sex with 13, too. I you started,
1: did? Real sex yeah, with a girl? How old yeah. was she?
2: Uh, 13 or 14. Actually, I take that back. The first one, I won't get her name. She was, I think, like a grade or two ahead of me. Okay. So she was probably 15, maybe. I
1: don't know. Right. And you enjoyed that, but, but then you get this rape by the guy. But by the way, your wife's going to hear this shit now. Is that cool? Like, are you ready to let her hear that story? Because <laughs> I was oh, just yeah. thinking, she you're like, n- oh, she doesn't. doesn't-
2: no, she knows 99.9% of the stuff. Right. The only thing she didn't know about was the thoughts I had after that event I told you about. Oh, I thought you deal.
1: said she didn't know about the story about the arcade.
2: No, she does. In fact, you and didn't her, the you only two just, people on earth that know it. <laughs> didn't,
1: didn't you just say she she, didn't, she doesn't know this story?
2: No, no, no. She doesn't know the part that after the fact that I kind of thought about it.
1: And oh, okay.
2: Like I said, the thing itself, I kind of enjoyed it. You know,
1: right, right, right. I'm, not, I'm uh, not
2: saying that day. I'm saying like months later or whatever. When I was kind of thinking back on it.
1: But I wonder. But, listen, and I wonder. I'm not a psychologist, so I don't know anything about like what they would think about the situation. But I wonder if a situation like that, right, does happen. Does it? Does it? Mm, you know, like if that thought wasn't put in, like, cause you didn't, and you didn't have that experience, right? Would you have come to the conclusion or eventually do you think on your own, like, would you, cause you had never fooled around with guys before, right? Like that was just something that was put on you, right? Without you yeah, not, asking for yeah, it. Yeah, not
2: at that age, I hadn't, no.
1: Right. But then you kind of liked it, But right? I just wonder like if that didn't happen, would you have ever figured that out or would it have never come up? I wonder what a psychologist would say. I don't know. It's just interesting, you know, because... Yeah, I'd
2: I'd probably... Boggle most psychologists' mind if they got in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't know. Well, listen, that's the kind of situation that you probably should have gone to therapy at the time. But I know when that probably happened to you, like people just it, therapy wasn't you know something that everybody does. But like you could have used some therapy after a situation like that. It's not such a good thing to have happen, especially at that age. But anyway, right. so I
2: think I may have been in the buy thing too because with that because way I was raising everything, in parents. Just long story, whatever. But when I when I'm my normal life, I'm an extremely dominant person, like major dominant, major controlling. Yeah. Um, I mean, like big time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm that way with women, not abusive. And I'm just saying, yeah, when this comes sexually. I'm just very dominant. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side of that, when I'm with a guy, mm-hmm. I'm extremely submissive.
1: Because um, I know that you did say in your email too that your guys have gotten a little bit into BDSM. So are you like a sub when you when you guys get into that kind of lifestyle, or are you a dom there?
2: Just me. That's just more her and I. And we haven't really played with other people. No, but I mean, who's the like- dom
1: and who's the sub?
2: Oh, that's me. I'm the dom.
1: So you are the dom in there? Because I have yeah. heard, because I've had a lot of like BDSM people say, and like a lot of times they say that people who are very dom in their regular life will be, you know, dominant in their regular life will like to maybe be more submissive So in some part right. of their life. So for you, it's with the men, right? That's where you become a submissive and that turns you on. Yeah, so you're the I bottom? I have become
0: a
2: little bit submissive with her because like recently we bought a strap on for her. Uh-huh. You know, she had used fingers and toys and this and that on me as we got into this. But we got a strap on. So when I do that, she kind of gets a little more aggressive with that. And I you like that, more right? Submissive, but yeah, it's fun.
1: Yeah, because she's playing a guy, right? It's sort of like what you experience with a guy, right? So that kind of like makes sense. But right. after that experience, so you start to think like, oh, you might actually like to be with a guy, right? Somehow you realize you were turned on by the situation. I wonder if you were turned on by the situation. I don't know. By accident, ax- I don't know. I wonder about that. But anyway, when is yeah, the next either. time that you hook up with a guy?
2: Um, um, honestly, I don't know. Sometime in high school, probably, I don't know, 15, 16, 17.
1: But who's that guy? This is the kind of thing that I like to hear about because I'm always telling my guy friends, like, you don't realize the shit that was going down in high school. Like I hear stories about a lot of guys doing a lot of stuff with their friends in school <laughs> that yeah, nobody knew never, about, you know what I mean? No, it's interesting. I actually never
2: did that because, you know, but like you said, when we grew up, that just wasn't something I'm sure there was guys who were gay or bi, but you just didn't talk about that. But,
1: no, but it was um, happening at sleepovers and shit. I've heard some crazy stories. Who was the guy you fooled around with that 16,
2: 17? Um, actually we have a local place that's, uh, it's known to be like a gay bar, bi bar, whatever. has been around forever. Uh-huh. Um, and I wasn't about to, you know, I didn't know anybody at my age. It was like, yeah, whatever, I wasn't about to ask. So uh, I actually, because back in those days, too, if you know, we could go and buy alcohol, and whatever. Nobody really questioned anything, even when you're 15, 16 years old, at least around here. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'd go up to this place and, you know, have a few beers or whatever and meet guys like that that were probably my age now. Mm-hmm. So that's how I found guys mine guys thought it were attractive or whatever and ended up going and playing with them
1: and but you kept it a secret nobody knew about oh, it, yes. it a big no, time the
2: first, right first person that ever knew about this was my wife about a year ago
1: this the the wife that you're with now well you were married yeah. before right we'll get to that yeah so yeah
2: she didn't know anything about
1: it. so you start hooking up with guys at this bar but you're doing this all on the down low like where were you giving them like blowjobs in their cars i mean like where are you going to hook up
2: Oh, I'd usually go back to their house and have oral or sex or whatever. And I heard you say a few minutes ago, I'm on the bottom. Um, Most of the time I am. I have top a couple of times, but just not really my thing.
1: Yeah. in the gay world, that's very common, right? Like you pick a side, like you pick a, and it doesn't really, I mean, there are some people, I forget what the term is, right? That like both, but most of the time it's like you're either a top or a bottom, right?
2: Yeah. And there actually seems to be a lot more bottoms and tops.
1: Oh, really? That Believe could be not, a problem.
2: Yeah, if you picked out 100 buy guys, 95 of them are bottoms. They won't top.
1: Really? I don't know why
2: that is, but
1: yeah. And you've topped a couple times, but it's not really your thing. Yeah,
2: I have, but yeah, just I mean, it's it's enjoyable, I guess. I just don't get as much out of it.
1: Do you I like guess. to, do you like anal sex with your wife? Or no, you, as you don't? As get... far as me doing to her? Yeah, uh-huh.
2: Oh, yeah. Now, she's she is like sometimes does it i mean she calls it she has to be prepared for it yeah um so it's not just you know anytime i want we go do that but yeah i mean once once she does it you know things get started then she's like
1: really into crazy
2: it. crazy about oh yeah she's really into it
1: yeah 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 i totally but, understand that but wait so so you're like start hooking up with guys in like a, a place but and then eventually you get married right to somebody now is do you keep like in that marriage because i'm assuming in that marriage you were swingers too or no
2: Oh no no no! We try actually tried it once. By the way, the sleeping guy thing that wasn't like something I did all the time. I did it probably like maybe three times, Mm -hmm. my you know, when I was younger.
1: Right. Okay. But so it's something
2: I went out every weekend and did or anything.
1: Right. 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 So you did it a couple of times just because it yeah. would probably I like...
2: like I like girls. Trust me.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. So... I know. I'm just I'm just wondering how you got into like how you fed that side of yourself. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm assuming yeah. like you kept it as a fantasy and then every now and then when you were just so pent up and you had to have like a real guy, you went and did it. But most of the time you just kept it like as a fantasy. Right. And then yeah. When yeah. you couldn't take it anymore, you went and had a guy, but it wasn't something like that it was like, you were more into being with women most of the time. Oh
2: yeah, far more.
1: So when you were married though, did you see guys behind your wife's back or no? No. No? Nope, I so don't cheat on them, so. when did you get into the swingers like website? Because I know you said you were divorced and on the swingers website, right? So when did you decide to be a swinger? When you were solo?
2: Yeah, my ex-wife and I, we kind of looked at it like, I had let her play with a couple guys.
1: Oh, all right. So you did do a little bit with your wife.
2: A little bit. Mm -hmm. But we went to a club once and it was like, yeah, no, this isn't, it just wasn't a nice club. But then I started getting on sites and everything, but we ended up getting divorced. And then I stayed on those sites and looked and that's when I found my current wife.
1: Right. And then did you always know that you liked um, to watch like your girl, your woman, your wife with somebody else?
2: Oh, yeah. I'm very, when it comes to sex, I'm just very open to most things, adult-wise, you know.
1: And I always want... I'm just very open. Right. I wonder if the cuckold thing, and I don't know if it's a... I I know that cuckolding has to have, like, somebody being humiliated, but I'm just... I don't know what the word is for people that like to see their partners, like, get fucked by somebody else, you know. I don't know if it's always cuckold, right? But, like, I wonder if you know, whether it's a woman or a man, if they're, they, they tend to be, if that sort of set, if someone likes that, right, does that sort of mean that they're bi because they want to see that? Uh, like, you know, do you think it's because you're bi and you like cock too, right? That, you know, that, that makes that something that you're into. Do
2: oh, I absolutely believe that. I think, and like I said, guys lie. I can almost, to I mean, I'm,
1: and I even girls, I mean, I don't have
2: stats Most any, I would say almost any guy that enjoys his wife or watching his wife have sex with somebody else, he's bisexual.
1: Right. And what about the girl that wants to see her guy fuck another girl, like, you know what I mean? And see pictures or hear about it. Like maybe there's a, a, a I talked about this with somebody recently. I just was like, I wonder if it's always like that, that person is probably bi, right? There has to be some component of that, right? Right.
2: I don't know on that. Like I said, me with another woman, that's fairly new to me. So I don't really have a lot of experience or insight on that.
1: No, but your wife, does she like to see you with other women?
2: That's why I said we're just, we're fairly new to that.
1: Right, and she's just getting used to it, right?
2: Yeah, she seems to. I never really pushed that issue. Um, You know, I just, I say things and do things. We've talked about things for a while, but I just... I kind of let things that you know she may not be as comfortable with. Uh-huh. I just kind of let it go till she's comfortable with it, and she may not ever be comfortable with it. You know, really comfortable with certain things. Um, which the woman thing, I didn't, I didn't know she'd ever become comfortable with that. But since we started doing it, she seems to really enjoy it. So.
1: Yeah, and I'll get into all that stuff with her. And now how did you get, so you get on the Swingers website because you started to dabble with your your ex-wife, right? And then you guys get divorced and now you could do whatever you want, right? Because you're single. Then you meet this woman and she's on there too. So you're, you know you're meeting a like-minded person, right? Which is good, I think. Right. And she was open. We'll get more of her backstory, right? Because I'm going to have a whole podcast with her. But uh, you guys get married. You you have great sex with each other, right? But eventually, because oh, yes. like I said in my email, I know you told me you let her have boyfriends, you let her fuck guys, you had her gangbang, and all these other kinds of stuff. Like so, that all like none of that happened until four years ago, right? So the first, or after four years, how long were you married and just having sex with each other before you started doing the, these kind of crazy things?
2: Yeah, like I said, I don't remember exact dates, but I'm guessing yeah. it was probably it was probably about four years, four, maybe right. five years.
1: And you just started bringing stuff up. And, like, I mean, I'm assuming the gangbang wasn't one of the first things you did. Like, what was the first thing you did?
2: Um, Was it with that the, guy, the lawyer? No, the very first one was a guy I met, a white guy, and he actually had like, a huge dick. met uh-huh. him. He came to our house. Um, he was from our state, but he came to our house once. And then I ended up meeting a black guy. Um from our state also he was really big, too. And then that kind of got her used to it and everything. They were both real nice guys, clean-cut guys and everything. And then I met this lawyer, and then that's when I brought that thing up. And she was like, yeah, let's do whatever. She knew she was going to be blindfolded. Right. Like I said, she had no idea that she wasn't ever taking the blindfold off the entire night, but she ended up thinking it was really hot.
1: Now, did she have any reservations? Like, I don't know so much what she did before she met you, but did she have any reservations about being with a guy in front of you at first?
2: No, because her and her ex, had, you know, they, they had uh, this thing, so she was... I had never really done that, per se. I mean,
1: But she had. Wait, wait, hold that on. I'm sorry. My cord is getting a little bit weird. Hold on. You have to say that over again. I'm going to say, it's but okay. she had.
2: Yeah, she had had experience with it before.
1: Oh, okay. So she was cool. Because I think a lot of women I've had on here before, like, they just worry... Where I've had men talking about their girls, and I'm like, I think some women would worry that, like, maybe they want to do it, but they're afraid that how would the guy feel? You know what I mean? After it actually really happens, right? But with- right, and I think
2: a lot of that depends too on who you're with. Like her ex-husband. I mean, they just they were married a long time, but they just did not get along. Same as me and my wife. Mm-hmm. So, like, when she's watching him have sex with somebody, just from an emotional feeling perspective, it's a lot different than watching me do it. That right. That makes sense.
1: Right, because she didn't give a shit about. It.
2: Right. She basically didn't give a shit if he was because she got to go play and didn't have to pay attention to him. So
1: Right. She was just happy to be away from him. But you guys really right. are, have a very close relationship. But it still is okay, right, for you guys to be with other people because you have that close connection, I'm assuming.
2: Right. right? Like I've always told her, you know, we decipher, we kind of compartmentalize the difference between, you know, like I said, last night we had very close emotional, sensual sex. Yeah. I guess you can compartmentalize the difference between, you know, you got to have trust and love and all that. But
1: but between, you have you know, sex. this is
2: sex between us and this is just shit that's for fun.
1: Right, but you did didn't you say something about boyfriends? Like I've let her have boyfriends or no?
2: Yeah, I mean it hasn't been like long term stuff of boyfriends, you know, we got to where, you know, we were trying to get where she'd go out like on dates with him and things, and maybe like an overnight things like that. It never got fully to that level, but it was you know, she was one guy she was seeing uh in fact it ended up being that lawyer. Um that recently yeah, like just like three years later.
1: Oh, so after, um, wait, so after she saw him, she was like, oh, he's kind of hot. Or, or how no, did you get actually, in touch with him? What happened?
2: No, it just, it, this has like been years has passed. And I just got a hold of him one day, started talking again, because her and I were talking about finding her somebody that's, you know, be cool for a boyfriend. And he just happened to work out because he actually lives really close to us. Same hours, you know, that worked. I and it just worked out perfectly. So they tried it for a while. You know, she'd go over there. She never got, He was. she was going to go out of town with him for a weekend. Um, but. We just kind of getting bored with him, so we just
1: and got what rid was of the, him. And, but let me ask you this: What was the turn on for her to have a boy? Like, what? Whose idea was that? And what was sort of the turn on behind it?
2: That was my. Everything's my idea. She'll tell you that,
1: <laughs> right?
2: Um, I mean, do, I don't know. Just I, I don't know what what the reasoning is. I guess I just yeah. like trying trying different things, see if it turns you on, see if it doesn't.
1: Right. You're into the cuckold thing, right? Is, is yep. there a humiliation involved in your cuckling ex- fantasies, experiences?
2: No, not really. Um, I just like, you know, when she's turned on and I can see she's being pleasured and liking it, it just it turns me on. Right. So, you know, it's just one of those things. Like I said, I can tell sometimes when she'll tell you she's had some experience. We've had some experiences where the guys were kind of, you eh. know we both left like, okay, that was
1: not fun. Where do you meet all the people? I mean, are you members? Like what websites do you use and stuff?
2: Um, There's one, uh, Swingers Zone Central, I think one.
1: Swingers um, what? On Central? Sw- I
2: think it's called Swingers Zone Central. Uh-huh. We used to use some, ones we used to use actually, because, you know, I've got friends, we got friends now. You know, we got numbers and stuff we've talked to, and we're really not on websites anymore yeah um a lot of the ones we were on like when we met they don't even exist anymore right um we tried like Craigslist for a while but Or fat life were just most of the people quite frankly they were just gross
1: right what about fat um, life?
2: um yeah, actually fat life we're on right now um in fact a couple were um playing around with I met on fat life uh-huh so fat life's kind of cool too because there's like every type of everything you could ever want to do there's people on there for that.
1: What do you look for in partners, like, as couples? Because you said, like, you get people on Craigslist, they're fucking gross, right? Like, do you yeah, look are. for, like, a certain age range? Or are you very picky about who you're going to bang? Or do they just have to be sexy to you guys?
2: Um, They have to be a mutual attract, you know. She yeah. has to be attracted to him. I have to be attracted to him. now. Obviously, since we've gotten into, since the whole, we're both getting into the buy thing, now it opens up a lot more doors of what you can look for. Yeah. Um. Yeah, she, like, her, she does not like short guys, so... I'm about six foot tall. You have to be at least my height or taller. She doesn't like guys that are her eyes are shorter.
1: Right, right. So just she went like tall. Thing. Yeah.
2: She, yeah, she likes tall. Um, just, you know, attractive, professional.
1: Clean you know, cut. You used that cut. word before, right? Yeah. No skanks. People, We don't like arrogant
2: <laughs> guys. Arrogance is, you know, it's the one thing to be dominant like in bed, but just to be a normal arrogant person, just not our thing.
1: Right, right. Now, do you guys have kids?
2: Can I tell you how many? Yeah, eight of them.
1: Eight? So there's Mm -hmm. kids running around the house? Um, Or are they all out of the house by now?
2: Couple left. Most of them are gone. So
1: nobody, I'm assuming, knows about any of this stuff.
2: Oh no 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 right? (laughs) No.
1: So you keep it on the down low. You do this stuff like out of the house or when the kids are away or whatever.
2: Yeah, well they know we're pervs because we always joke around. Like even growing up, we'd always say headphones. It was just an inside joke So mom and dad are going back to the bedroom. We'd always say headphones. It's a big joke.
1: Oh, my God. We're we going always, to have sex. They would know. That well, that, we don't
2: say that, but we always yeah, just, yeah. whenever we say so, we always say stuff just off the cuff, like even stuff on TV. When, and the kids are always going, God, you guys ever shut up? Oh, just my annoying. God. They laugh. It's just a big joking thing.
1: That's so funny. So, so who? So together you have eight, right? Did you have any together with each other or were they both from your previous marriage?
2: Yeah, we have two together.
1: Two together and then the rest are yep. from there. Oh, okay. Now, let me ask you this. Did you, because you, you said that she just started to see girls, right? And you have sex with them too. But like your thing more is like her with guys, right? Who set up the gang bang? And how many times have you done that? Just once?
2: Um, no, and... and- I mean, most of the guys we've played with are it's not like we'd go out and just find random guys. There's too many diseases and shit out there for that nowadays. But most of the guys are people we know. We've been we've known for quite a while. Right. Um, but there's uh there's some guys over in, in Indiana that are, we're friends with, and uh, we've went over there before. And three of them, yeah, three of them are just normal guys. But they've had a couple friends come over a few, few times. It was just three of them. A couple times it was five of them um the be like the bdsm thing the main guy that i originally met over there i've taken him over there before and he's completely you know full bdsm tie up and whipping
1: and and that's you with it. your girl or the both of you
2: with no that's just with her and i and him
1: no but like, like said, so me with, who's being me tied with up her or you, you? Oh, no oh, like her yeah her right 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 and you guys are you're there with him but he's dominating her and you're watching oh yeah
2: yep watching videoing
1: whatever Right, you like to video. And now she's, was she always into BDSM or is that something that she got turned on to when she's with you?
2: She's mm-hmm. always been kind of, um, I don't know if you want to call it pleasurable pain, uh-huh. you know, like nipple clamps and, I mean, like when you spank her, I mean, I actually use like a leather belt on her, on her ass. Right. I mean, I've I got pictures where she got like major welts on her ass, but she enjoys it
1: uh-huh. and
2: uh, and she'll tell you if it's too much, but I don't think she's ever told me too much, but she says she'll tell me, but, right. but yeah, she just, uh, she's in the pain for whatever reason, not like physical pain where you're going to have it permanently or anything, but just sexual pain. She just, she likes it.
1: Right. So you had those, the, the one Dom doing all that stuff to her and that's when you've done the gang bang within one of those kind of sessions.
2: Yeah. We never really did the tying up thing during the gang bang. Well, I guess we have once. I actually had that same group come to town one time. (laughs) <laughs> and I let her go up by herself. We got a hotel, and she went by herself, and uh, they, she had been tied up and everything, and then there was video there, and I ended up coming in later, but yeah.
1: But you videotaped it, or they video? she videotaped it for you, so you got to watch the whole thing?
2: Um, she had actually put a uh, camera up before I got there, so she was videoing before that.
1: So she and could then, see uh, everything.
2: Yeah, and then I came in like halfway through or whatever. I came in, and I just watched video, and then ended up getting involved with it too, so
1: and how many guys is the most? She's had five.
2: I think it was just the, the five. I don't think it was ever any more than that. I think it was five.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll get into that stuff a lot. But with It her. turns into
2: like 10 because usually most of them go at least twice. So.
1: Right, right, right. <laughs> but it's like the five guys total. And she yep. and you like the big dicks, right? I mean, like and she does as well. Is that something that
2: does she? Oh, well, c- yeah. Nobody likes a small dick, do they?
1: No, I don't know. I had a friend, but she just liked whoever she liked. She's like, I like small dicks because I have a small vagina. That's what she used to say. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: I, was no, like, no, yeah, I don't.
1: Big. I think it's because your guy has a small dick. You're just trying to say.
2: <laughs> uh, she had one guy one time. Literally, I think he sent other pictures, whatever. But we met this guy, and his dick was literally like the size of my thumb.
1: Oh, like a microween That's what they call them.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, I've never seen a dick that small in my life. It was like. That's are you a, kidding me yeah
1: that was I had a friend who used to say he had a microween and I was like you gotta be kidding me. like that's a, and then I googled it and it's like a little ba- it's like the tip of your pinky right? Like, right like that's like what it looks like and um I think that that exists but it's like a I think it's like maybe a deformity
2: apparently because I've never seen anything like that i have only seen it once thank goodness
1: yeah I don't think it's a common thing but yeah everyone likes to be filled up how old are you guys
2: uh 48
1: and your wife same thing
2: same thing we're two months apart
1: so does she see because you know a lot of women when they start to get in, close to menopause and stuff like they their sex drive sometimes changes you know does she see any of that going on with her like at all i'll talk to her about that though too because i forget I'm ca- no, talking to her. not
2: at all in fact no. she, we think she's kind of getting to that stage of that pre thing pre-menopausal thing yeah. but no hers is going even higher i think
1: yeah, I think that's what happens when it starts off. For me, it's like I, I would say when Perry starts to hit, you get more horny because your hormones are just like sort of crazy. They start to get wacky, so you could just be like so horny all the time, right? Because. Right. You know, everything is like kind of like different and stuff, you know, but um, right. you see guys, you see guys separately from her too. Does she like for you to do you videotape that stuff too? Because I know that you like to see the videos of her and for you, all of that is the big cuckold thing is very into it for you. Do you tape yourself with guys and do, since she likes oh, yeah. it so much?
2: Oh, yeah. I tape them. I'll, I've even had her like, we'll FaceTime or something like that so it's live. Right. So, and even like the boyfriend that we talked about, We've I've done that because I travel a lot for work, um, and, you know, it's cool because I'll get, like, just randomly, I'll be sitting there at work out of town, and I'll pull a text up, and it's a guy with his dick in her.
1: Oh, wow. That they,
2: that they, like, just took. So, it's like, oh, that's cool.
1: Right. Now, do you see people when you're traveling?
2: Me? No. No? Well, I take that back. After I told her I was by, and when I'd go to some of the bigger cities, um, I'd meet up with some guys, which... I take videos or whatever that and send to her.
1: Right. Because she's into it.
2: Oh, yeah. She's big into the thing now. I didn't think she would be, but she is.
1: And she probably didn't think she would be into it. I have to ask her.
2: Right. Her, I don't know if she's actually always been into that or if she just pretended she wasn't and just got into
1: it. No, she might know. have not known. She might have not known. Listen, I've had a lot of people on my show and I've heard a lot of different stories. And what I found is that a lot of people don't know that they're really into something until they actually, look, experience it, right? Like, right. you didn't know you were into guys. I still wonder if that experience didn't, like, sort of wire you a certain way because of that. I don't know. But, like, you know, I think that sometimes... I think it makes sense. Like, I wouldn't say, oh, someone's lying if they said they didn't think that they didn't know that they were into something and then they were, you know, because um, right. I've heard that millions of times, you know, you don't know that, until I you see I it. I think I
2: kind of did because even at third, I mean, I had sex with the first time at 13 with a female, but yeah, I mean, years and years before that, I thought about sex. It's just, I don't know if it's my genes or what, but I mean, I've always kind of been a sexual person, or at least on my, my mind, you know what I mean? Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, but were you so thinking I think even, of ever guys?
2: Honestly, I don't remember. Right, I don't know. Hmm, you don't know. I don't. I. I've always been first. I just. I believe you're born a certain way. You know. I think if yeah. for me, I'm bi. I think that was just what it's who I am. You know right, I mean? especially
1: because you're so. But especially because you say like you're sort of wired to be, like, super imaginative, right, and creative. Like, look at the scenarios that you think
2: of. Yeah, I'm crazy imaginative when it comes to sex.
1: Yeah, so I don't think if you have that kind of an imagination and you're that creative and open, right, that that kind of brain stops at half the population. Do you know what I mean? I think that that makes... I think that type of brain is more probably open to being bisexual, right, because it's just more broadened a sort of view of things you know what i mean and you're, you oh, said yeah. you were always like super curious and super interested in anything goes with you right like you love it all like and 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 so yeah i mean
2: I, like my limits like i'm not into yeah like, what are scat. your limits i'm not like into scattered i mean just gross shit right You know, i'm not into that what about what about p <laughs> um actually i'm not i'm okay with that yeah mm-hmm. she because like she squirts uh-huh sometimes she squirts a lot yeah And I've told her before, just let it all go. And she actually has.
1: Right. And you like it.
2: And it doesn't bother. Oh, yeah. I love it.
1: Yeah. I think a lot of guys like that.
2: Scat's a different story. That's just gross.
1: Yeah. That's totally different. (laughs) I had a guy on. And I I must have had like 50 emails back and forth with him to try to get him on my show because like there's certain topics that I've had on a million times, but everyone's story is totally different. So I still have people on, but there's certain things that I still have never had on that exist out there, right? That's one of them. And I had, I have, I don't get a lot of emails for it. So when somebody emails me, this is that I'm like, really try hard to book that guest. And this was a long time ago. And he was so close and it just never happened. And I emailed him like a thousand times because I really wanted to talk to somebody that's into that. Right. Because it, it is a thing. I used to, my friend owned adult, my friend owned adult video stores on 42nd street. Like when 42nd street was like X rated, right? Like so many years ago. And, I used to make copies of the porn for him. Like I worked for him. I had to make copies of them and I had to take, write the blurbs on the boxes and stuff. And so I would, there would be like one room where I was taping like 50 porn, you know, and there were so many scat video, like, you know, they wouldn't make them if there weren't people buying them, you know, they're right. they're out there right? But that's where you you and your wife draw the line, right? I mean, like, you don't do scat. Because it sounds like, you know, you're into cuckolding, like the whole oh, yeah. boyfriend thing. That's like a little polyamory. I don't know. But you're, you're not really into that because you don't really care about being with other women, right? That's just something new that sort of happened, right, between you and your wife?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm human. I mean, obviously, when I'm out working, whatever, I mean, there's attractive women, whatever, but that's not something that I really sit there and, like, intensely think about or fantasize about I mean it's enjoyable being with other women too
1: but you're enough Um, with your wife and then but what you like to have a variety is is guys right
2: yeah now like I said this new couple yeah it's very like we met and you know he was fucking her I was fucking her I was eating her He was eating her they were girls were eating each other him and I played a little bit this weekend there's going to be like a really fun thing we're going to do what are you going to do If you, well, if you wait till Monday to talk to Wendy, she'll she'll tell tell
1: me all about it. So how long have you played with this couple?
2: Um, not very long, um, but they're local, so it works out well. And like I said, they're both attractive, both by, um, Mm -hmm. they're right around our age. Mm -hmm. Um, very, very similar. So it's, yeah, there's going to be a lot of good things happening with that here.
1: And where do you, do you meet up at hotels? Because you have kids, right? I'm assuming they might have kids. Do you do this kind of like hooking up in a hotel room?
2: Yeah, hotel, you know, kids are an age, There's and ours now that sometimes, you know, hopefully they'll be away for the weekend or, you know, yeah. f- overnight or something. And because uh, we have a big property, we have huge old farmhouse out in the country, so we can like go out back and do anything we want to do.
1: Right. So, yeah.
2: uh, campfires around, we got, you know, pool and all the stuff, so, you know, because we really enjoy outdoor sex too. It's kind of cool. So
1: And so it'll where did you meet this couple?
2: Um, we met them on fat life.
1: Now, do you, oh oh, you talking about them right now? Do you guys have any rules and regulations with each other?
2: Um, I don't have any rules, um, but I don't think she does. I mean, like I said, we all four kind of did everything. We kissed oral, uh, didn't do anal or anything. But but uh, yeah, so far everything's been fine and nothing. Not like me. Like I'm okay. I've talked to him maybe about coming over like during the day. Yeah. And those two play. Uh-huh. And I'm okay with that. And Wendy's okay with that. But that couple's not quite there yet. He said, you know, maybe eventually.
1: Why they like um, to come together. So maybe that's one of their roles, right? They don't play yeah, separate, but, right? Which,
2: yeah. Apparently she got out of a bad relationship before they got, and they've been married for a long time. So it was a long time ago, but, um, there, I guess she had a bad relationship with cheating and all that. At least that's what they say. I don't uh-huh. know. But, um, it may just be a trust thing. you know, not everybody can do that. I'm just I'm not a jealous person. I never have been. I think jealousy is one of the dumbest emotions there is.
1: You just don't um, feel that.
2: Yeah, it's not that you don't care about a person. I just, To me, jealousy is stupid. If somebody's going to cheat on you, they're going to cheat on you, and all you do in being jealous is going to make it worse. But right. I just, I've never been a jealous person. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say Jen's jealous. She's, I don't think she's quite as non-jealous as I am, But, but for the most part, she's really not either.
1: Right. So has there ever been a time, though, since she like where she had an issue with anything, but probably not, because it's not like you've been with many women. I mean, you just started being with other women. Most of the time, all of this sort of playing with other people was with her, with guys and you. Right. Not. Yeah,
2: I've only been with one since I've been married to Wendy. That's just a couple we're playing with now.
1: Right. And that's the first time for her. Right. So it's not yep. like you've been with tons of women and she's had to watch it. It's more that she's been with tons of guys and you watch it. But that's something that you love.
2: Right. And I was actually a nervous wreck when we started playing this couple because I didn't you know. She said she was for it. We talked about it, said she's going to be fine with it. But, you know, I don't want to upset her. I mean, none of this is worth upsetting her about.
1: No, that's why so I asked not, like, you in the
2: really be- cautiously. But
1: yeah, that's why no, I said really you asked into- you. Because I think a lot of women, you know, when guys say they want their woman to do that, you know, the woman worries, will he really be okay? Just like what you just said, you know, I wondered if she had those feelings because I could see that someone would worry that somebody would get a bit freaked out. You know what I mean? You really want to make sure because that's the last thing, especially because you were like dying to go fuck another woman. You're totally happy with your Wendy, right? Like you got it. You got it made. You got everything you want, right? You don't need other women. You were going to do that for her, right?
2: Um, it was for both of us, uh-huh. but, you know, like I said, I mean, I'm not saying it's something I don't enjoy, I do, but it's not something that
1: you would risk your to. relationship for, right, oh, exactly, like no, if you I couldn't wouldn't. have it, you'd be fine, but let me ask you this, would yeah. you be able to, at this point in your life, because now you live like a bisexual guy's fantasy, I have a lot of guys that call my show, I don't know if you've heard them, but like a lot of guys call that are doing all of their bi stuff behind their wife's back, and they wish they could be like you, sort of being open about it, right, and because, right. and, um... But, you know, they're afraid that their wife would, like, freak out and stuff. You know what I mean? But your wife didn't. Oh, I was the same way a year ago. Yeah, so. it's very recent for you. But, like, would you now be able... Because you weren't with guys all that time when you were with your wife, right? I'm assuming. Because you don't cheat, right? But maybe no, you were I, getting your buy her, side no. fixed. Like, you were, your by side was getting sort of fed because you were always constantly seeing guys fuck her, right? And so you had, like, that's the way you were sort of maybe you know oh, feeding yeah. like, that side I mean, of yourself right with those pictures yeah. and seeing the guy fuck her right in the videos
2: yep. uh, absolutely
1: So you could have lived like that forever, but then because you brought it up and now she's into it, like you're living your ultimate life, right? You get to be exactly who you are, do everything that you want to do, and you have a loving relationship, right? All of that is intact. You get all of that from her. Oh, yes, very much so. Yeah, and she's cool with it, and that's great for you. So you could probably never turn back, right, Because not be with men anymore now that you opened Um, it up.
2: Yeah, but, you know, we both know that if, you know, if a time came where she just didn't want to do this stuff anymore or if I decided I didn't want to do it anymore, we are both 100% okay with just stopping. Right. And, I mean, for real, we are, and it it wouldn't cause any rift or anything else between us. We're just, we're a very unique couple. I'm not just saying that because it's mine, but we're just, we are just very uh, tied together as one, so.
1: Right, and you have that security. Because I always Mm -hmm. say, like, what I believe is, like, if you really know that somebody emotionally, like uh, the emotional part, right, and I think that that's what people that are, Don't want to open up the relationship or have reservations about it. I think that's the thing that worries them the most is that they would lose the person, right? And what they would lose is it's not just the sex. It's that they would lose that person. That's the person that they feel emotionally connected to, right? And romantically connected to and they have a life together, right? And so you worry that if sex got involved with somebody else that they'd leave you for that. But if it's just sex and you know that the emotional and all that other stuff you're getting from each other, what does it matter? Right. But I think that a lot of people aren't really, I think the problem is that there's sometimes there's not that security between a couple. Do you know what I mean? You and your wife, like you just knew she just clicked. It's one of those relationships where it's just so solid. Right. But I just don't think that a lot of people have that.
2: No, they don't. And I've always been a believer. You know, that's why I said I'm not a jealous person. You know, a lot of like you said, you have guys called in that do st- things behind their wife's back.
1: Yeah. You know,
2: I think I know a lot of divorce used to be because of money and everything else. In today's world, I honestly believe most of those divorces are because of sex. Mm-hmm. Um, in my opinion, you know, I think if more couples opened up, you know, like a wife might worry, oh, he'll leave me or vice versa. Yeah. You know, Like these guys that called in, if they could open up to their wives and. The wife would be okay with it, you know, rather than the frustration Oh God, I want to do this so bad. And and most guys, if they do cheat on their wife or probably they feel bad after doing it anyway. Yeah. But if they know they could do that and not get in trouble and the wife is okay with it.
1: It would relieve a a lot of tension going on at home. My
2: even better and stronger.
1: For sure. But there's all this other stuff that muddies that all up, you know what I mean? And then people aren't being... Who they really are, and that is the big—that is a big dilemma, you know. And right. I mean, and I can't tell you. That's the
2: biggest thing with me is for the, literally for the first time in my entire life, yeah, at least since I was thirteen, I can be me.
1: Isn't and isn't you know, that and that's great? Huge.
2: Oh, it's absolutely, it's fantastic.
1: Yeah, and I think that, and especially when it comes to sex, like, I mean, I do my show, like, I mean, you get, if you listen to, like, a couple of my episodes, you realize I'm, like, totally not judgmental. I don't know why people give a shit about what people do sexually. Like, I don't know, people see it as this thing, as I don't understand it, because I don't, it's just like, you like what you like. Like, I don't think it, it doesn't really matter, yet so many people put so much I don't know, stock into it, and they really get very judgmental about it, and that's what everyone's fear is about being who they are and letting their freak fight fly. Like I said, I do believe it's very different with younger people nowadays, and I think that that's great. Right. I was telling my friend, because the other day a comedian that I know came out, on uh someplace just saying that him and his wife have an open relationship and it saved their relationship because that's just what he wanted to do and whatever and I was like you know we grew up in the wrong generation I was saying to my friend because like when we were growing up there was like only two choices you were either single or you were in a relationship and you were monogamous you know and now I think that the younger generation there's lots of different Um, relationships that are are available for them. People are having polyamorous relationships. People are having open relationships. People are swinger. You know, it's very different, you know? So, and I think that that's a good thing. And I do think that there are so many marriages that got to, like, and that got broken up because, like, a husband or a wife cheated, right? And, like, would that have happened if they were allowed to be open? And would that, you know... And, listen, sometimes it's like there's a problem there that has nothing to do with sex. Like, that guy's a fucking skank and he's going to fuck everyone and you don't want to be with that kind of guy or the woman's like you know there's a lot of times that it's not it should be broken up anyway right but there are a lot of times where a man or a woman is in love with their partner but maybe they'd need a little variety or something happens you know and should it end a whole relationship if it means nothing you know a lot of guys are out there banging other people they love their wife or their girlfriend it doesn't mean anything the sex but if it's found out it's devastating to women and i understand that i totally understand it because it's all kept undercover you know so hopefully in 30 years from now you know things will be much more open, right? And maybe women won't, and no one will have the expectation of this whole monogamous thing. People will be more open. But I think it's, uh, I think giving the security or being with somebody that you have the security of knowing that emotionally, romantically, all those other ways that you're each other's partners and that's it. You know what I mean? Like you're best friends, you're together. then that little part of your life can be opened up because everything else is just between you two. And that's the security that people need. Because I think the big fear underneath all of it and that jealousy is that you'll lose the person. You know what I mean? Maybe they're going to like them more and everything. And I think that that's... Because for me, I've always believed in open relationships and all that stuff. But like, I've been with guys and been super jealous. But that's because I've never been in a relationship where I felt emotionally secure do you understand so without that emotionally right. security i don't yeah, want I them to be are out way physically more than men are too, though. yeah for sure but yeah for sure like women are much more like maybe clinging or afraid of abandonment issues right but you know i've seen yeah, guys I think that it's just that, a
2: biological thing i don't yeah. think women are any less or better because i think it's just a biological thing women yeah. are just more emotional than men typically are
1: Right. Like. So, but I think that that's the thing that's the missing component that like p- some people need. And, and you know, if you have an open minded person, I'm an open minded person. I would be open to that, but I would have to be with the right person that I felt like very safe with them that they're going to stay with me. You know what I mean? And then that other right. stuff could. And I think it's important. I've always said this. And I think, and look, and even you guys who are so open and so together, like you waited a while before you did stuff with each other, right? I'm not saying that some couples can't go into it together and, and we've
2: progressed into this though, too. I mean, we just flip a light switch on. Okay. We're going to do everything. We've progressed, you know, to just playing with a guy with her and then, you know, her playing with multiple guys and, you know, her going away on her own and then bringing a guy in, bringing a company. It's, it's been a progression over, you know, six, seven, eight, nine years.
1: Right. And that's where, and that's important because that's why you had that, um, that security, that, that, you know, foundation of security of like you guys are with each other. Like that you guys have that to the point where you could guys could go do a gangbang but you guys could have intimate romantic sex oh, with each other and you're still partners you know so i think that that's important i think it could be like a a train wreck if like you, be, you go into it like a no holds barred do whatever you want in a relationship right off the bat you know because look you right. guys were super open-minded people who had done a lot of stuff and, and you came into this relationship like those people but you still didn't jump right into that right and i think that no. that that is is smart and i think that that no, has that added to your success
2: I think good sex with each other is important too. Like right. you know, we've met people like she, you know, she'd love giving head. I love giving her head. I love we love We do anal. We do all the stuff. Yeah. I think a lot. I meet a lot of people, and it's like wow, there's they're prudes. Whether it's the guy or the girl, you know, I know I know women who won't give blowjobs. I know guys that think going down on a girl's disgusting.
1: Yeah, that's weird though. Like, when I meet a guy that won't go down a girl, I think that guy's gay because I'm like, I don't understand oh, yeah, like so- there's. I don't get that. No, this is Well, we even do
2: things like, we went to a bar, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight years ago on Thanksgiving yeah. night. It used to be a bar. When I was younger, it was a bar. Everybody hung out on Thanksgiving night. Well, we were a little older, and I had been there in like a decade. Yeah. So we decided to go there one night. We were literally the only people in this bar other than the bartender. And we're sitting, we had a few drinks, and we was like, fuck it. We went back to the bathroom. I locked the door. I fucked her right there in the bathroom. The bartender's knocking on door two, three times. <laughs> but we don't give a shit and just fucked right. her right there. Yeah. It's we used awesome. to have a, uh, you've probably heard like a Wee Vibe. A what? The Wee Vibe. It's a vibrator.
1: Oh, I don't know the Wee Vibe. It's a good vibrator.
2: The W E. Yeah. V A B. Oh, yeah. Get you a Wee Vibe. Okay. Best vibrators on the market. Man, okay. Who, they make one. These are high dollar I'm talking like 120 $130 vibrators.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like those but, wand uh, things, those, like, wand-looking things? The
2: electric wands, yeah, we got electric wand, too. She right. can tell you about that. That thing's awesome. But okay. We have this one where it actually had a remote control with it. We had two of them. One had a keychain remote control, uh-huh. and one of them was actually controlled from my iPhone. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, you know, when I was out of town and stuff, it was awesome because she'd put that thing in and— um, I'd sit there and I could actually control the speeds, the vibrations, everything. I'd mean, oh, be not be a Oh, That's so from awesome. Phone. Yeah. And what's really cool, she could have her phone sitting beside her. And actually, I think i back I think it was on the vibrator. Whenever she was having an orgasm, she could press it and it it alert me that she just had an orgasm. It's pretty cool. Oh
1: my god, that's hilarious. But we
2: the other one with the keychain. We were actually at uh, one of the kids' school plays one time in elementary. Yeah. And she had that. It was it. You put it in that little pocket pocket in the front of your panties. The vibrator. Uh huh. But I had the controller on my keychain. Oh, you know, we're in this dark gym watching this Christmas pageant or whatever. And am are vibrating her? And she's sitting there squirming. She's stop, stop, stop.
1: But oh, my God. To me, that's goodness. the stuff. You know, that's
2: the stuff that keeps yeah relationships interesting. You know, you're not you're always trying to just pleasing each other. Because, you know, I do think if you go out and start playing with other things and you're doing it because you're not getting something or you're not happy with this about your partner, you're in for trouble.
1: Right, like you said, yeah, you we guys keep
2: things in We're always doing
1: new with each other, right? 48. You're not doing it because oh, it's is you're not like you said. You're not doing it because it's stale. You're not doing it because you're lacking yeah. something. And I find anyway that people most of the time people that have like because you guys were kinky with each other, even though you guys were with other people, like you probably brought a lot of your imagination to your sexual oh, yeah. experiences between each other. But like, but I what what all other couples have said is that that kind of stuff helps. Like being really open. And really, Mm -hmm. like, really helps a sex life. It makes it better. And then when you add in all that other stuff, I mean, and if there's no jealousy and you guys have that security and stuff, like, everybody says, like, the pictures of being with other people and the stories is, like, you have even better sex with your partner when you're home. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what everybody says across the board. Like, it's like you get home and you have the best sex ever, right? So it does. It's not like taking away by being with somebody else, right? It's adding to what you have together.
2: Right. Well, like when she'd go to her friend's house, you know, I'd be at home, you know, the, the guy she was kind of seeing. Yeah. You know, live five minutes away. So you know, they'd have sex and stuff. You know, this guy's clean. We know that. So they didn't yeah. use cons or anything like that. Yeah. She'd come home. I'd be in bed. She'd come in, close the door, get in bed. And she's like literally dripping. Yeah. In. Yeah it's hot as fuck you know
1: what i mean yeah totally for both of you right so it's oh, not absolutely. like and that's it's what everyone fun. says that's like you and i think that's what is surprising to some people because they would think that that would ruin things but for people that no. do it and try it, like seeing your partner and realize that they like it, they all say it just makes the sex with the person 10,000 times better. And now the great thing is, is that we're going to hear Wendy's whole side. And now she's already emailed me some backstory on her that just like, oh, I was like, you can't make this shit up. Right. So we're going gonna... <laughs> to know.
2: What, I know what she emailed you. Yeah, a good story. <laughs> yeah.
1: So that's the teaser because like this is, you know, we're like, like I was going to do you guys together, but like, I think it's hard sometimes to have three people on a call that I was like, Let's do it separate because my listeners love to hear women, really open-minded women who really love sex, right? So, like, to get Wendy on her own is going to be great, right? Because we're going to talk all all about these stories, but her backstory, which is really fascinating. And then hear – Wendy's just awesome. You'll love talking to her. Yeah, hear, like, a woman's point of view, which I think is always interesting because I have a lot of guys on and guys – know how guys think right but it's it's rarer to hear a woman who's really super open about her stuff right and uh and is ex- and living that life so we'll get right. all the information from her uh soon because i'm going to tape that and then i'll probably air yours first and then Wendy second we're going to make people wait for wendy
2: okay and when you you know where she told you she worked
1: yes we can't say anything yeah, well, this is a teaser
2: oh, no i'm not gonna say oh. anything but there was a lot of swingers that were at that i'm same place. sure i'm sure <laughs> she saw them at clubs and everything yeah, else at the yeah
1: i'm sure she can tell me the whole story <laughs> so yeah, anyway it's, uh, it's interesting all right so chris right is that what we called you <laughs> i always yep, forget chris. people's name with anything all right thanks so much for calling in chris and we'll talk to uh, wendy soon welcome. thanks so much for all your stories bye all right thank you Bye. bye bye